But it's just so funny to me how the prosecution is only going to go after some tax issues. But folks, if you did it, you'd be in jail, especially if you're black. Uh-oh. Isn't that what Democrats think? White privilege gets them out of trouble. Meanwhile, minorities don't. Then let me ask you this question then. Why do you keep voting for it? Oh, we all know why. They keep you poor. They keep you on the government dime. And they make you proxy slaves. This is not a new concept. So what we're seeing happen with Hunter Biden, this is not new. And for every liberal out there that gets offended, that gets upset that Hunter Biden is only being charged some tax issues, you voted it. Your fault. Welcome to the All-American Savage Show podcast with your host, John Burke, and his far more attractive co-host, me. Now, let's get into it. That's what your mom said. Welcome back to the All-American Savage Show podcast. I am your host, John Burke. Glad y'all are tuning back in today. It is another, well, I wouldn't say it's a scorcher today in Texas where I'm at in Dallas. It is still a little humid, but we got some weather pushing in. Uh, Greetings if you're following us on YouTube, Facebook, Kick, Rumble. We're all over the place and getting banned just as fast as we are launching new channels. But we're thankful for all of you out there uh, sharing the stream and letting your friends know where to find us. Of course, you can always go check us out at allamericansavageshow.com. That is our Alamo. I am John Burke. My partner, Josh, is still not here today because his renovations in his house are still going on. What started out as a simple plumbing issue has now escalated into a remodeling of his bathroom. Again, our thoughts and prayers go out to him. <laughs> Forget the lost sub. Pray for Josh. Pray for Josh. He needs it. He needs your prayers. Uh, what's going on, Rumble? Thanks for tuning in today, guys, as well as all of our kick viewers. 
And we are live on the YouTube channel as well, John Burke Official. And you can find us on Twitter at AA Savage Show. Appreciate the retweets and uh, tuning in from the Twitter community space. A lot to get to today. A lot to get to. Adam Schiff gets censured, which means virtually nothing. But people are, you know, people on the left are up in arms on this one. Uh, we've got the lost submarine that went down for the call in Titanic 5. There's been some updates on that, as well as a sex club that has actually kicked Hunter Biden out back in, I think, 2019. We're going to get to this and more today. But before we do, as you know, folks, this episode is brought to you by the wonderful makers over at ShellshockCBD.com. That's right. It's our company made right here in America. If you have trouble sleeping, if you are uh, stressed out, if you're anxious and you're feeling uh, as if the life is just crushing down on you, give my company a chance. Been in business since 2019. We've satisfied over a million customers. No, that's not true. Not No, over, we've gotten, hold on, where am I getting this from? Screw it. It's, we can say anything. Nobody cares anymore. Yeah, we got over a million. No, no. We've got, uh, we've got literally thousands upon thousands of satisfied customers. You can go check our Google reviews. And we're very grateful, everybody, that supported our company. From the Rackout Gummies that are one of our top sellers, which are sleepy time gummies that will basically help you not only just fall asleep, but stay asleep. These are THC-free. They come with a money-back guarantee. And you will not fail a drug test, folks. I promise you that. All of our products are third-party tested. Well, John, what does that mean? It means we send it off to a lab just to make sure the ingredients are correct and there is no THC present and that what we claim is in the product is actually in the product. Now, it's not a requirement that you do this, but we choose or we elect to rather spend the extra money to give you peace of mind. You can check it on each one of our product review pages, and we appreciate that love and support again. It is shellshockcbd.com. Now, if you're a libertarian like me and you want to get stoned, we got you covered as well. Our halo gummies, which are our Delta 8 and our Delta 9, those can help you achieve this euphoric feeling. Yes, these work. No, they're not your mom's CBD store gummies that she bought in the gas station. These, This is pure, unadulterated, 100% uncut, clean, Colombian, bam, bam, THC. <laughs> if that was a thing, I don't know. I'm pretty sure all the conservative people that I have tuning in now that are new followers of the show are probably going to be like, well, I thought this guy was a conservative. Well, I kind of am in certain instances, but for those that take issue with smoking the ganja as you sit there and sip a six-pack and destroy your liver and then go beat on your wife because that's what alcohol does for many people and is classified as a depressant, um, weed, not so much. Delta 8, not so much. Am I attacking your right to drink? Of course I'm not. This is not the prohibition. I don't agree with that. I do believe it is your right to eat, consume, do, have sex with, love, marry, and be with whoever it is that you want to be. And it is not the government's role or position to get involved in that. And that includes the separation of church and state. Well, now I'm pretty sure all my Republican viewers are gone. Welcome to the rest of you that are actually freedom lovers. We appreciate you being here. Oh, my gosh. So much to get to. So much to get to. But I just wanted to give that plug to shellshockcbd.com. Use code SAVAGE. Save yourself about 10% off your first order. And uh, like I said, uh, hopefully I mentioned this, um, it all comes with money back guarantee. Did, did I tell you that? It all comes. I'm not sure if I told you that or not. If I didn't, it all comes with 100% money back guarantee. Blah, 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 blah. Sorry, I'm reading some of the chats. I've got a kick chat, a YouTube chat, a rumble chat. I've got all the chats going because I like getting feedback from the audience. There are many different stories that we talk about, and I love hearing different perspectives. You know, I don't have it right all the time, um, but for the most part, I am because I'm just so damn intelligent. It's it's mind boggling. I, I I don't know how I do it. I how do I do this? I don't know. I'm totally kidding. I am so humble. 
No, I'm playing with you. But no, I do love getting your feedback. We have a lot of various different people in the chat with varying opinions. You know, most of them are, I would say, um, pretty astute Republicans, very intelligent group of people. Uh, we have some libertarians. I think we every so often we have um, some Democrats that tune in. Um, but yeah, we appreciate all that love and support. By the way, there's a new option in case you didn't know and you're tuning in over on Rumble. Um, there's a new option. There's a subscriber option at the bottom. You can now subscribe to the show over on Rumble. We appreciate that love. I think it's like four nine nine. What is it? What is it here? Let me look. Let me look. Hold on. Um, uh, get a sub badge. It's five bucks a month. It's five bucks a month. You can do it on Rumble or Kick. We appreciate that. That gets you entered into the giveaways that we've been doing. You can't beat that. All right, enough dilly dallying. Let's get into what's going on. Um, the Titanic five. The five passengers that went down to explore the wreckage of the Titanic. Apparently now there are new reports talking about a debris field. Uh, they also talked about how that the banging sounds that the surveillance uh, boys had been hearing and listening to was actually just ocean clutter. It's not looking good. But we're going to read more stories on this one. This is coming to us from Fox News. Debris field discovered near Titanic in search of missing sub, U.S. Coast Guard says. Missing Titanic submarine update, deep sea ROV, discovered the debris field near the 1912 shipwreck in search for Ocean Gate crew. A remotely operated vehicle found a debris field uh, in the days-long search for the five ocean explorers missing, missing aboard the Ocean Gate Titan Submersible, a deep-sea dive vehicle that vanished Saturday in an attempt to dive to the wreck of the U.S. Titanic, uh, the Coast Guard said Thursday morning. Experts within the Unified Command are evaluating the information the Coast Guard announced on Twitter. Additional details were not immediately available, but authorities were expected to give an update soon. The Titanic lost contact with its surface vessel excuse me, the Titan lost contact with its surface vessel, the Polar Prince, around one hour and 45 minutes into the dive Sunday morning, about 900 miles east of Cape Cod, Massachusetts, around 400 miles southeast of St. John's and Canada's Newfoundland. Um, I know breaking stories. We're talking about the uh, gentleman uh, second from the left was a WEF member, so I know there's a lot of people in the comments already not really upset about that. <clears throat> you had the pilot that was the CEO of the company who also made the statement I posted on my Instagram, John Burke 1776, that 50-year-old white dudes are not inspirational. Then you had some billionaires and some other stuff like that. No, look, I'm not I'm not trying to belittle these, but I don't know these people. I, I really don't. But again, uh, there's just a lot more to this um, than meets the eye. Um, are we currently live on Rumble? Hold on. Let me resend the data. For some reason, it wasn't working. Sorry, I'm sorry about that. Rumble's been acting funky. It says, it still says sending data. I don't understand that. Go to kick. I mean, I'm live. We got 126 viewers. Okay, we're streaming now. We're streaming. Okay, sorry about that. Rumble's been acting buggy, but also uh, Russell Brand. Mainstream again. It's like Rumble keeps doing the same thing. You keep featuring the say, I'm not going to get in. I know I've talked about this a million times. I don't care. You just, you want all the support. It's like Trump. You want all the support, but you're not really giving support to the smaller streamers. You're favoriting the main people that are bringing you the most money. And then you expect other streamers. I'm going to, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. I know you don't want to hear it. This Tuesday, I'll be on primetime with uh, Alex Stein 99. I think that's how you say it. Um, Alex Stein 99, I'll be over in, on his show this Tuesday. I think we go live at 6 p.m. See, I'll, I'll tweet more over on AA Savage Show on Twitter. I'm excited to go do that. Uh, but that's coming up. 
But anyway, back to the main thing here. Uh, inside the sea, you know, real quick, something I thought of while reading this article. Number one, they talked about they could still have a little bit more oxygen in reserve. The second part that I'm really curious about is there is a toilet, apparently from the reports I read, on that submarine, a makeshift toilet. I'm wondering what their consumption and defecation levels are like to the point where they have food and water uh, and then, you know, the backup of urine and all the rest of that stuff in the actual um, submarine itself because the ammonia that comes from that. These things, uh, you know, I don't think a lot of people think about, but um, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, inside the sealed vehicle, our Ocean Gate CEO stocked and rushed. But we talked about this in yesterday's episode. I want to go back into that. U.S. Coast Guard is uh, headed a unif- Hold on. The U.S. Coast Guard headed a unified command that involved. We talked about this yesterday. Okay. The banging noise is confirmed and desperate deep sea search for missing Titan soar, sub but source unknown. Again, another article said that was just uh, ocean scatter stuff. Search and rescue crews spent the weekend deploy. Okay, we've already read all this stuff. Now, um, I want you to watch and listen to this. This is a very interesting thing. It talks about the psychology, uh, excuse me, ex-Navy psychologist shares likely scenario for the lost sub sub going for the Titanic. Um, I, you, I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to say it. You could not pay me enough to go do that. I don't care. As safe as we are in America, much less the world, as, as technology advances, there's still some things that just, mm, that's why I respect astronauts. I respect divers. I respect scientists. But they're, because they do risk their lives, case in point. They do risk their lives for, to explore the unexplored, to make new discoveries. And I'm not knocking that. But I do feel like sometimes you kind of are, throwing the dice and sometimes you wind up with snake eyes it's a little craps reference in case you don't play dice in which case if you don't i would suggest you don't go to vegas but you come over to here and i'll play with you i'll teach you wink wink nudge nudge let's watch this my name is dr justin dorenzo i'm a clinical and forensic psychologist i've been in private practice since 2008 but i served in the U.S. Navy as a clinical and operational psychologist from 2003 to 2008. I did do a lot of evaluations for submariners. Um, specifically, when I worked in Pensacola, I did evaluate. I did cryptology type evaluations to see if if uh, people were fit to, to manage sensitive information. Anyone that is on board a submarine is expected to be able to manage. Um, secret and top secret information. So they have to be, they have to have an appropriate psychological profile to have submarine duty. All right, the U.S. Coast Guard on Tuesday afternoons in the pastures about 40 hours of oxygen supply left based on estimates. <clears throat> I mean, certainly there is sheer panic where their heart is racing and they're having trouble breathing or feeling like they cannot catch a breath and or they feel like they are going to lose their their mind. And certainly in a cramped space that is dark like this situation, that can be exponentially worse. I think they're probably moving in and out of phases of panic to uh, gallows humor you know, to, to fear, to uh, feeling really bonded with the other, the other passengers that, that, are, that are with them. So 
there's just lots of probably lots of significant mood swings but hopefully you know i would imagine the submarine captain that's there that's guiding them um, has a lot of experience uh, doing this type of work and is trying to keep the crew calm and in the moment and light um, and really focusing on on hope and trusting that the the coast guard and other professionals will will find them like it's really important that they that they maintain hope and they stay calm in this in this situation i mean certainly it it, it takes a you know somebody very intellectually gifted to to uh, to lead a crew on a submarine uh, but also it has to be someone that has a very strong mental constitution that they can stay calm under pressure no matter what happens. So, and something interesting about the submarine community, even in the Navy, everyone has to know how to do every job on a submarine. So everybody has to know how to operate every system. And here on a civilian tour, that's very different. I mean, these people are just passengers. Psychologically, what is the killer for people in terms of maintaining calmness is dealing with uncertainty, whether it's the people in the submarine or the families at home, right? And that's why we, you know, it's really important to, to be able to surrender to that lack of uncertainty and just focus on what you have control of. And what those people have in control of on that submarine is remaining calm and getting to know each other and trying, but also trying not to talk too much. So they're not using up any oxygen and also not being excited or scared because again, that is using up even more, more oxygen. You know, you are, your muscles are uh, energized when you're in panic and then you are using more oxygen. So if anybody has been scuba diving, um, it's a great example where you can, um, you have a lot more time on your tank if you stay calm underwater versus if you're uh, breathing heavily and you're anxious about being underwater. So. Hopefully they're, I mean, I'm sure they're all talking about that, even though, you know, it, it's almost impossible to stay calm. It is most difficult for the family that is waiting to hear news. Be together, stick together, and focus on what you can control as you're waiting to hear the news. And of course, trust the professionals. These people are heroes that search and rescue. They find um, needles in a haystack. So you got you got to trust that there's going to be good news. That coming from um, you know an expert in the field, it, it's it's a sad instance, folks. Regardless of how you look at it, it's a sad instance. Um, but I do want to make mention of this article that is also out here now. Um, previous passenger on Titanic tourist submarine. Now, for those that don't know, this is a company that does this. This is not their first voyage, but previous passenger on Titanic tourist submarine describes safety concern complaints. Hell down there. Uh, Arthur Lolibe, Lobel, excuse me, said it must be hell down there for the missing passengers on board the small sub. As efforts to locate the missing Titanic exploring submersible continue, former passengers are sounding off about their experience with Ocean Gate's Titan sub, with one labeling the adventure as a suicide mission. It was a suicide mission back then, retired businessman and adventurer Arthur Lowebel, 61, told German outlet Bid. In August of 2021, 
Lobel participated in the underwater adventure, but shared that the experience was extreme. The first submarine didn't work. Then a dive at 1,600 meters had to be abandoned. He said nothing that his group ended up launching five hours later due to electrical issues. Um, along with the nerve-wracking delay, the bracket of the stabilization tube, which balances the sub, tore and had to be reattached with zip ties, he said. Um, that didn't worry me, worry me Lowell added. Um... He described the conditions the passengers are facing on board the missing Titan submersible as hell. You need strong nerves. You mustn't be claustrophobic, and you have to be able to sit cross-legged for 10 hours, Lobel said. It must be hell down there. There's only 2.5 meters of space. It's 4 degrees. There's no chair. No Oh, so there is no toilet. I read another article that said there was a makeshift toilet on the thing. The sub, which is carrying five passengers, measured about 22 feet long and 9.25 feet wide, according to Ocean Gate's website. Uh, another thrill seeker placed the deposit for the 250,000 trip to the ocean's depths, but he backed out over safety concerns. Good Lord. Having to reattach stuff with zip strips? Hmm. Being a modern-day adventurer, interested in pushing the boundaries of our knowledge of places that people go, the Titanic is obviously an iconic wreck, Chris Brown told Good Morning America. It's a chance for an expedition and exploration and adding a bit of science into the situation. Um, now I, I do have to ask this question though. I thought they'd pretty much discovered everything about the Titanic. The multiple dives they've done back in 85 when they first discovered it have showcased so much. We know how it sank. We knew all about the stuff. So, and I'm, I'm being honest here. I'm being sincere, genuine. What is left to discover about the Titanic and its sinking? And I, I'm sure there's probably, there's probably a lot, probably a lot of just uh, smaller questions that maybe commonly brain people like myself don't necessarily think about. But it's kind of like, I don't see why I'd want to spend $200,000, $250,000 to dive back down to a wreckage in order to discover something new, which is what this article is leading up to. I don't, what is there left to discover? Oh, look, there's the ship. It sunk back in 1912. Oh, well, it's already been discovered. Granted, I am not saying, I am not saying it's not, it wouldn't be interesting to do. I personally wouldn't want to do it, but I just don't get the appeal. I don't know. Uh, Rotex Hippie on Rumble says, I peed in the ocean. No big deal. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, uh, thank you, Courtney, and Rumble Chat and Kick Chat. Also talking about how when they said back during 1912 that even God himself couldn't sink her. Play around with God and see what happens. Go for it. Like, folks, come on. Look, I do believe in God. I believe in a separation of church and state. I believe in Jesus. I believe in all of this. But I also believe that you don't tempt your fate by trying to say, to tell God, the creator of the universe, what he can and cannot do. I think you kind of, you know, seal your fate when you take on that approach. Good luck with that. But this one, though, I also want to play this clip. Or excuse me. Let me finish reading this article. And then I want to play you a clip that is I posted on my Twitter yesterday that I think is very interesting for people to listen to. Um, Brown, as we talked about, 61, dropped out after becoming concerned over the quality of technology and materials used by the company, but declined to comment on the specifics of the safety features that he saw as red flags. In a video interview... In 2022, OceanGate CEO Stockton Rush revealed that the sub is operated by a game controller that currently retails on Amazon for 30 bucks. In his CBS Sunday morning interview, Rush showed the remote controller that appeared to have elongated, modified sticks to help control the Titan sub. Okay, I, I don't see anything wrong with this because reality is I think they don't like the, the medium of what's being used here, a remote control from a video game. But folks, that's kind of like what a lot of stuff is controlled by. Now, the quality of it, 30 bucks, is like, mm, how easily is that broken? I can understand the uh, the uh, 
the worry and concern with that. But something being controlled by a video game, I mean, we've got plenty of uh, thousand, if not million dollar pieces of equipment that are controlled virtually almost kind of the same way. Kind of the same way. But while declining to comment any further, Brown acknowledged that adventurers like himself sometimes fail to consider how their actions impact their loved ones. We fully understand the risk and take them on board, he said. But friends and family haven't been so involved in the process in a situation like this. It's probably as if the bottom has dropped out of the world's. 100% on that one. 100%. But there's a video I want you to listen to. This is over on my Twitter account. This was from an interview uh, that the CEO conducted with a podcaster. And, you know, just listen to what he has to say because... I think you kind of get a feel for how the CEO kind of thought. So let's listen to this real quick. Hiring people. Uh, yes. I mean, when I started the business, one of the things you'll find, there are other sub operators out there, but they, they typically um, have uh, gentlemen who are ex-military submariners and they, you'll see a whole bunch of 50 year old white guys. Um, I wanted our team to 50 year old white guys. Now, the context of what this guy is describing is he's talking about, as we'll continue to listen to the interview, but he's talking about appealing to a younger audience, which naturally in science, in any field, any field, you do want to appeal to a younger audience to bring them into the fold to continue the research. Absolutely. But notice he said white. Notice he said white. It wasn't just about age. It was about male and white. Well, folks, we've seen many different times over when they talk about the gender pay gap and all this other stuff, how certain fields are more heavily dominated by certain sexes or races or nationalities, whatever the case may be. It's usually for a reason. And it's not rooted in racism. It's just where people are naturally drawn. Maybe it's culturally uh, acceptable. Maybe that's the way their family pushes them, the direction they want them to go. But I like how he said he just interjected that like a 50-year-old white guy. Okay, I don't see what that has to do with it, but it's a nice little, little edging into the whole foray of, you know, we want to appeal to the minorities and maybe we can get a gay underwater submarine pilot in there because we need some gay ones down there. Maybe even black. I mean, <laughs> do a little intersectional bingo. A gay, a homosexual black submarine pilot. Oh my gosh. They would love that. They would love that. But again, this is what happens. You interject the most ridiculous non-needed things such as this that have nothing to do with it. And you wonder, it sounded like this guy was kind of a cheapskate. Well, let's continue the, uh, the article. To be younger, to be inspirational. And I'm not going to inspire a 16-year-old to, to go pursue marine technology. But a 25-year-old uh, you know, who's a sub-pilot or a, a platform operator or one of our techs can be inspirational. And so we've really tried to, to get... Um, very intelligent, motivated, younger individuals involved because we're doing things that are completely new. We're taking approaches that are used largely in the aerospace industry is related to safety and uh, some of the, the preponderance of checklists, uh, things we do for risk assessments and things like that that are more aviation related than hiring um, people. All right, that's that's the the entire interview there. That's posted on the AA Savage Show over on Twitter. Shout us out over there. I appreciate it. Uh, you know, <laughs> what do you say to that? Like, what, what do you say? I'm not going to get some, I'm not going to inspire somebody to be a sub. What, what does age have to do with it? You see, this is the perspective they embrace. They think in these terms, the con or excuse me, the, the left and right limits are, well, I can't because I'm of this age. I'm of this race. Why would you do that to yourself? Why would you really shortchange yourself in that capacity? 
Bill Gates, as much as I don't like that guy, has influenced a lot of people. Steve Jobs, Stephen Hawking, astronauts, people well into their 40s, 50s, 60s. You know, are you saying that only the young can be inspirational? I'm sorry, I find it completely bass-ackwards. Normally, I see it being the middle-aged and older ones that are more inspirational because they've underwent way more. That's just generally thinking. Now, I get the need to appeal to a younger audience, but I'm sorry, I'd rather have the 50-year-old seasoned white dude pilot that sub because he's got he's there in that position due to merit and not who he wants to have sex with or the color of his skin. Which was interesting, though, because the CEO himself piloted the sub, who is a almost 50-year-old white dude. Well, interestingly enough, but yeah, anyway. That's, that's what you get with that one. But, uh, yeah, previous passenger had sounded off about the, uh, the safety of the whole thing. Interesting. Interesting enough. Uh, personally, I, I, yeah, I think it's over for him. The debris field, it just, it just makes me wonder though, if it's a debris field, did the whole thing implode? Which is entirely possible. If it imploded, well, then that would explain why they kind of went off, um, Sonar, they said about an hour and 45 minutes, hour and 45 minutes into the descent, they just lost all contact and they stopped pinging. Coupled with the fact of this interview, this guy talked about, you know, there were a lot of safety concerns. I don't know. I don't know. Obo Chile in the Rumble Chat says, all those 50-year-old white guys we plucked from Nazi Germany gave us rockets to the moon. This is 100% correct. 100% correct. All right, Adam Schiff. Oh, my gosh. I know. I know people in the Republican camp are just livid with the likes of Thomas Massey. How dare he stand for the Eighth Amendment by saying, you know, Congress should not have the right to impose heavy fines? How dare they? You must be on Team Schiff then if you don't agree with that. Well, come to find out, Anna Paulina Luna has actually resubmitted the bill. And everybody voted in favor of it, and it seems to have passed the House without the $16 million fine. Well, John, and let me just push pause on this if you're a new listener. Let me just explain this for you. I'm going I'm to dumb it down because there's a lot of stupid people on Twitter. I'm just going to be honest about this. And they vote. And worse, they reproduce. And those reproduced little cum trophies, they vote as well. You can believe, you can be in opposition to violating the constitutionality of a proposed bill without being on the side of who you're targeting that bill against. It is possible. Thomas Massey, if you look at his track record, is actually a very constitutionally sound person. I like him. Do I trust him? No, I don't trust any politician. But what I have seen from him is standing more in line with the Constitution than I'd say 99% of all politicians out there. So, what has happened? Anna Paulina? Introduced a bill to include the $16 million fine. Thomas Massey and 19 other Republicans said, no, we don't want, we don't support this. It violates the Constitution. You know, it's not something we should do. And then D.C. Drano and the rest of these, you know, Jack Sobosek, Kirks, all of them, all of them. Well, I don't know about Kirk, but I did see Sobosek and the rest of those dogpiled. Ah, you're not a real Republican. You're a rhino for standing for the Constitution. But the reasoning behind why the people on Drano and Anna Paulina's side are using this to go against Massey is by saying virtually that if you don't emotionally agree with us and forsake logic and reasoning, then you must be on the opposition side. 
This is how disingenuous and intellectually dishonest these people are. And I've continued to tweet at them. I challenge DC Drano to debate Thomas Massey in a Twitter space. Do it. You seem to be a failed Hollywood lawyer. Well, you think now you're a constitutional expert. Go debate Thomas Massey because DC Drano continues to say, we are awake now. We are awake. Trust the plan. 40, 25, 3, chess. Oh, QAnon knows. This is what happens when you follow people that are paid by an entire freaking administration to be their proxy mouthpieces on social media, yet they don't know what they're talking about. Twitter is not a meme page. But this is how the cult of personality continues to reproduce and recruit new members. But again, when they start attacking and dogpiling on the likes of Massey, you start to really understand where their movement is heading. Disagree with them, and suddenly you're a rhino, or suddenly the new thing is uniparty. You're uniparty. Oh, oh. It's the swamp. We're going to drain the swamp. Maybe the swamp or controlled opposition or the deep state is this. Just political corruption. Where do these conspiracies come from? Well, I'll tell you. QAnon and the rest. We took on this entirely different name for those that stood against us. We went from liberals and Democrats and leftists and whatever to now it's the deep state, this mysterious undercover organization that just knows everything. Or it's just political corruption. You know, there, there is no real reason to sit here and come up with these outlandish uh, tinfoil hat Alex Jones styled uh, conspiracy theories. It's just political corruption, folks. The deep state is just corruption. That's all it is. And the reason they use the deep state is it's this mythological, unprovable group of people. It's the Illuminati that are controlling everything. They're like two steps away from accusing the Jews. And I'm just over it. I'm tired of it. Because when I see the likes of, and I'm not, no, let me push pause on this real quick. I am not blaming all MAGA people. If you want to vote Trump, vote Trump. If Trump secures the primary, I'll vote for him. I'm hoping it's DeSantis. I've said this many times. I'm certainly not voting for Joe Biden or probably Newsom. It's probably not going to be Biden. But this infighting, this nonsensical bullcrap that the likes of Drano and the rest of these people are peddling is doing no good for the Republican Party. None. So that being said, Massey and 19 other people had guts enough to stand up against their own and say, this is not right. We are not the left. We actually still have constitutional standards. And what did you do? You turned around and you attacked him for it. Oh, it's a right. No, he's uniparty. He's swamp. He's a bunch of boomer MAGA Republican voters is who these people were. Every single person is, we see you. We're awake. We're a group. We're a cult is what we are. You're a freaking cult question anything they attack you but anyway moving on Hannah Paulina reformed the bill pushed and now it passed it passed so let's go ahead and tune in this is what happened and basically what does it mean to be censured it's a vote that basically just says the congress and the house of representatives have said that Adam Schiff was a bad boy he initiated he basically helped support the steer blah 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 realistically what does it mean nothing nothing now, you can vote to expel him from Congress. It takes a two-thirds majority, which you're not going to get. But now let me ask you this, folks. And here's the beauty. This literally just goes on Schiff's record. Kind of like how Nancy Pelosi pushed hard to get Trump impeached twice. It goes on his record. But do you think anybody cares? No. All they really want to go for is like a stain on the history books. Does it really mean anything? No, because we're going to be dead when everybody's reading that. Who gives a crap? So what this really means is that Schiff just gets a bad boy. 
It's on your record now, permanently. Now, the reason I say what I'm saying is, listen to what happens when the House, Speaker Kevin McCarthy, endorsed by Donald Trump himself, a Ukrainian loyalist, a warmonger, listen to him as he explains what's going on, and then listen to Schiff's response. You can tell that this really met its mark. And by the way, all of the nonsense and infighting that Anna Paulina caused resulted in this, which means literally nothing, but let's continue. Resolution 521, the House is resolved. That the House of Representatives censures Adam Schiff, representative of the 30th Congressional District of California, for misleading the American public and for, and for conduct unbecoming of an elected member of the House of Representatives, that Representative Adam Schiff will be forthwith present himself in the well of the House of Representatives for the pronouncement of censure. You know, I just love how Democrats are like, no, what are you talking about? Well, I mean, yeah, Schiff definitely helped uh, push forward the narrative of the Russian collusion hoax that was debunked. Durham report just sealed everything. It's like, ah, it's a bunch of crap. Adam Schiff was one of the biggest people, a little Schiff neck, Schiff head, whatever you want to call him. This guy jumped on this. So when Democrats are like, what are you talking about? It's like, are you blind? But of course, again, you cannot reason with these people. They are bad faith arguers. They will never accept the consequences of their actions and the misleading of the American people. Now, again, I'm no fan of Trump, but it was debunked. It wasn't true. So be a man, take your licks, admit that what you said was wrong. But instead, look how Schiff handles this. Sure that Representative Adam Schiff will be censured with the public reading of this resolution by the Speaker, and that the Committee on Ethics shall conduct an investigation into Representative Adam Schiff's falsehoods, misrepresentations, and abuse of sensitive information. To my Republican colleagues who introduced this resolution, I thank you. You honor me with your enmity. You flatter me with this falsehood. You who are the authors of a big lie about the last election must condemn the truth tellers and I stand proudly before you. Your words tell me that I have been effective in the defense of our democracy and I am grateful. Today I wear this partisan vote as a badge of honor. Uh, as, you, hold on. as you can see, what does it mean to Schiff? Nothing. Does it expel him from Congress? Nope. Does it take away his vote? Nope. It's just a, hey, here's your report card, bad boy. So knowing this, what was the point of all this? You know what the point is. It's for certain elect politicians to kind of get their name out there and saying, look what I did, yet virtually nothing was done. This is what the Republican Party has devolved into. You've got Marjorie Taylor Greene out there screaming for impeachment. And now we got an article that I'm going to read for you where basically she's forcing the vote, which you can impeach in the House. And then when it gets to the Senate, it'll die. Same thing for Trump. But these politicians do this to get you, the voter, to say, well, look what my elected representative did. Well, the action is great, but it doesn't really equate to anything. Nothing substantial, nothing concrete. Just on the history books, Trump got impeached twice. Who cares? I don't care. I haven't voted for the guy, but even I don't care. You think Adam Schiff cares? Hell no. All you've really done is strengthened his position in the Democratic Party. But again, we don't look at the secondary and tertiary effects of this. Now, in response to the $16 million fine, 
What I found very interesting is how most Republicans who are in favor of, say, for example, the uh, executive order are in favor of it when their president, when their guy is utilizing the the, uh, ability to do it, to circumvent Congress. And this is what I don't get about Republicans. When you have someone like Anna Paulina that wants that $16 million fine, and if you get the votes to do it, what happens when they're back in charge? Which, they're damn near close, folks. Senate's already in favor of blue. House is like right borderline with Kamala Harris used to be the deciding vote. But I think since cinema kind of switched independent, you've got like a slightly uneven balance there to the point where it can go either way. But if this is the game that we start to play, this whole thing starts spiraling down the toilet as it already is. We just accelerate it. We just hit the flush button on steroids. So as long as you have the majority, you can censure and find who you want. I can't agree with that. Now, when people talk about being under oath and perjury, yes, when you are technically under oath, absolutely. Being on the debate floor in the House is not under oath. It's debate. I think at the cru- at the core of all of this, though, I think what angers most Republican voters, and they're justified in their anger. They are. I get it. But I think you're finally starting to wait, myself included on many of these instances, you're finally starting to pay attention and wake up to see how the meat is actually made in Congress. Being hypothetical here, not literal. That would be interesting, though. They'd probably tax the hell out of if they made meat. Congress meat. Interesting. Anyway. But that's what I think a lot of people are starting to wake up to see. Because when you actually read the Eighth Amendment and the, the everything that goes into it, People are like, oh, I don't agree with that. It's like, that's the Constitution, but I agree with it. It prevents tyranny by the majority, even in Congress. So is it for the citizenry, so shall it be for Congress. And I agree with that. Now, I think the things that we've gotten wrong are lifetime appointments to the Supreme Court and term limits. Those do need to come into play. They really do. Term limits are needed. But as you can see, what does it mean for Adam Schiff? Not a lot. He sits there and is like, I'll wear it with a badge of honor. Now, being that it was debunked and proven untrue, I don't see why Trump couldn't sue him for spreading this problem. I'm still waiting to see what's going to happen to Hillary Clinton, the Steele dossier, all of this. What, what, why nothing there? Why nothing there? I'm very curious on this. Why are there not ongoing legal battles unless I just don't know about them? If I saw a political opponent such as the likes of Hillary Clinton perpetuating this lie about Russian collusion nonstop and the investigation proved it to be false, I would be suing her. I would be suing her for everything she's worth. That's, that's libel. That, you could easily prove that cost you business, 100%. And she did this to Trump even before he was in office. So the whole thing of a president can't sue, technically it wasn't the president at the time. Then again, I'm not a constitutional lawyer. I don't know. I'm making the assumption here. Just a common sense hypothetical. Uh, hi, House Republicans. Censure Adam Schiff for investigating Donald Trump. This is on MSM.com. Um, 
The United States House of Representatives on Wednesday voted in favor of censuring Congressman Adam Schiff as punishment for his role in the congressional investigation and to then twice impeach the now twice indicted former President Donald Trump. And again, this is MSM. Note, note the twice impeached, twice, twice indicted. It's an attempt to try and characterly assa character assassinate Donald Trump and shift the blame and focus off to Adam Schiff onto Donald Trump because, again, he was twice impeached, twice indicted. Um, I love how slimy they are in the media. I just love how slimy they are. It's disgusting. As part of the censure procedure, Schiff will stand in the well of the House floor while House Speaker Kevin McCarthy reads a brief rule about the censure. CNN reported the vote was 213 to 209-6, according to the Hill. Uh, the effort to censure Schiff, who was running for U uh, U.S. Senate in uh, California, uh, cleared a key procedural obstacle earlier Wednesday afternoon after a vote to kill the legislation failed. Representative Anna Paulina Luna, a Florida Republican, led the effort with a revamped measure on the House floor for his role in the Russia probe and investigating Trump after similar measures she was backed failed last week, Sienna noted. Again, the reason for failing was the $16 million fine. Uh, the resolution accuses Schiff of misleading the American people while pursuing the congressional investigation into Russia and the Trump campaign. As then the chairman of the House Intelligence Committee and for actions Schiff took leading up to the former president's first impeachment, Schiff has dismissed the allegations as false and defamatory. They're technically not. You lied. But folks, these are elected representatives. This is what they do. It's political theatrics. It's bread and circus. This is what they do. I hate them just as much as you do. Now, the fact that he was on the House Intelligence Committee or the head of it, that's an issue. That is an issue. It's crazy to me. But again, this is this is politics. If you think these people are not politically biased and blinded and have some type of vengeance, you are sadly mistaken. But folks, this also goes back to prove why, when given the majority, they should not have the ability to levy ridiculous fines. How do people not get this? Yes, this guy should pay. He should be in prison, in my opinion. He should. He uses position to facilitate a hoax. But using the Eighth Amendment and undermining it is not the way to go. Otherwise, it's the same as Joe Biden attacking Donald Trump politically and then trying to indict him. How is that different? Now, if your response to that is we need to start playing by the same rules, well, then shred the Constitution, grab a gun, and go to town. Because that's what's going to happen, folks. I hate to say it, but it's true. Marjorie Taylor Greene to force Joe Biden impeachment vote. Uh, Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene in the coming days will introduce articles of impeachment against President Joe Biden. You know, one thing that I do respect about her is her tenacity. She will continue on this. But the other thing I don't respect about her is her bias. She goes to the January 6th prisoners. She's doing all this stuff to try and bring attention to them, as she should, which is great. But she will not call out Donald Trump on this. Donald Trump, who's forsaken the January 6ers, left him to rot. This guy demands loyalty on a lot of different fronts, but those that actually went out there and fought for him, I'm not talking about those that actually went to the Capitol, broke stuff, but those that literally were unjustly arrested, like our friend Jenny Cudd, didn't do anything illegal. But where is he for these people? Nowhere. But he'll turn around and raise $16 million on this pale indictment from DA Bragg that's not going to go anywhere. $16 million. He fleeced his own group for that much money, knowing these bragging diamonds are not going to stick, but he needs to freaking surplus his war chest. And boomer voters are just dumb enough to do it. Fight the system. Donate to Donald Trump. He's a billionaire. You're living paycheck to paycheck. 
And then you turn around and give your hard-earned money to a man that supports the FBI, put Ray in his place, helped increase the swamp level in Washington. His trillions he added to the debt, national debt, excuse me, national debt. I'm, I'm really, you know, I've really had a hard time figuring out where the hell people come up with the fact this guy is an actual Republican outside of he says things that Republicans like. Now, economically, we did great, but also he still spent a lot of money. I don't care if you don't like me for that, folks. It doesn't matter. The truth is the truth. The facts are facts. If you are so blinded by your cult of personality, then you go be blind with them. I don't care. But until the American people wake up and start seeing these, by look, I'll even say this too. I'm seeing the DeSantis supporters out there doing the same thing the cult of Trump is doing by taking on the identity of Ronald, Ron DeSantis. Because call him Ronald, Jesus. Ron DeSantis. When are you going to learn? Stop trusting politicians. Well, DeSantis is going to do this. You don't know that. I will never, you will never see or hear me say, tweet, post, whatever. Ronald DeSantis is my boy and he's going to make this happen. Man, I don't know. I don't trust politicians. And yes, Donald Trump is a politician. By technical terms, he is. The minute he got sworn in as president, he's a politician. But the same groups of people out there that are clamoring for DeSantis, oh, he's our man, he's going to do it. I just don't understand why you have to buy into the cult of personality. I don't understand why you have to throw your hat in the ring and say, this is my camp and I will defend it no matter what. It should be the people versus the government, the people versus the politician. It'd be saying, I'm going to vote for you, but I don't trust you. And the moment that you freaking let us down, you're gone, mister. It sounded like a 1950. Hey, listen here, bucko. You listen to me right now. I'm not going to take any of that lip off of you, you hear? But people want to be on a team. That's all politics really are if you truly sit down and think about it. It is a, it's a team. It's a football game. We advance the ball in Congress this much. They advance it this much. And it's just root for your guy. Root for your team. Yay, yay, Team Trump. Yay, yay, Team Biden. And then you sit there and you're like, what is actually getting done? Literally nothing. But who's suffering for it? The American people. That's the issue. And as long as these politicians can keep us infighting, man, they're making damn good money. Lobbyists in there pushing for what they want. The whole thing is corrupt. It's not swamp. It's not deep state. It's corruption. Money-driven corruption, folks. Let's call it what it is. It's gotten ridiculous now. Now, folks, I remember back in 2016, 2017, 2018 specifically, I told you the QAnon stuff is going to bite us in the ass. And look where we're at now. It's coming back again with a passion. And the same mouthpieces that peddled this crap Drano, the rest of these morons, they're not held accountable for it. And yet the very same beast they created now continues to bite the heels of the GOP and make them look stupid. And yet you continue to pander and love these idiots. Trust the plan. Trust the plan. It's ridiculous. What plan? It's just corruption. 10% for the big guy. Am I right? I'm right. Marjorie Taylor Greene in the coming days will introduce articles of impeachment against President Joe Biden under a privileged resolution. By superseding the House Republican leadership's ability to control what comes to the House floor, Greene will launch, again, she's going against McCarthy on this one. Interestingly enough, Greene will launch articles of impeachment against Joe Biden, bypassing the usual process for bringing legislation to a full House vote. 
Green's, uh, excuse me, Green's resolution will force House Republicans to vote on the measure. I don't know what it's going to take to get them to realize what fools Republicans look like in Congress for not moving forward on impeachment, Green, because you will not get this to pass the Senate. You are wasting our time. You're doing the same thing the left did to Donald Trump. In the end, it doesn't mean anything. You will not get the votes. The Senate will not prosecute. What are you doing? But, John, you must be on the Democrat. No, I'm on the side of actually getting shit done. This ain't it. This is not it. But as long as we can keep feeding the people bread, give them bread and circuses, and they're just, oh, yes, the GOP just scored. We're going to impeach. <laughs> but it doesn't mean anything. Clinton was impeached. Trump was impeached twice. Did that stop him? No. Stop settling for mediocrity. This is not action. This is theatrics. That's all this is. Can anyone tell me if the articles of impeachment go through, what happens next? Does, is that, does anyone not thinking this through? You can Google this. It's not that difficult. Learn how the government works. But instead, you've got these boomer voters out there. just like, oh, look what my representative did. Oh, we're going to impeach. We're going to be. And then we settle for an action that's looking like action. It's pathetic. It's wasting our time. This is politics, folks. This is politics. Last, most certainly not least, shorter episode today. I got stuff I got to take care of. Scumbag Hunter Biden. Did you see? They're going to prosecute Hunter Biden on some tax things. Not the gun things, the tax things. This is, this is what I love about liberals right here. This is, oh, I love this. Very few times will I say I love anything about liberals. But this, I just, I love the hypocrisy of. So Hunter Biden has the gun issue. He's got the tax issues. He's got the drugs issues. But you know what they're going to prosecute him on? Some tax stuff. A few tax laws he broke. Meanwhile... I love how this is trending all over social media. Rappers, I think for the saying is Lil Wayne, I don't know, that committed similar crimes actually went to prison. These rappers are also black. Oh, well, maybe white privilege is real. Or maybe it's just the fact that when you got 10% of the big guy, they're going to protect their own. And you're starting to see the corruption that is Washington. And for all the progressive minorities out there that literally you see the very same people with the likes of Kamala Harris that pretends to be on your side that yet locked up a lot of black dudes for marijuana. The same people that claim to be on your side, oh, the minorities are picked on, they're so blah, blah, blah. They're the ones that lock them up the most. Or they get the white dudes out of trouble. Bro, you you just you gotta love it. You just have to love the hypocrisy. And the Democrats of the left just praise, oh, blah, 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 blah. Oh, it's so good. And they just eat it up. They just eat it up. It's just the greatest thing ever. The Republicans are so racist. And meanwhile, you got a DOJ that is so blinded. And you got the likes of Hunter Biden, a white literal crackhead. Ugh. Now, the thing I will agree with Marjorie Taylor Greene, she's right. These are criminals. These are criminals. I agree with her. But it's just so funny to me how the prosecution is only going to go after some tax issues. But folks, if you did it, 
you'd be in jail, especially if you're black. Uh-oh. Isn't that what Democrats think? White privilege gets them out of trouble. Meanwhile, minorities don't. Then let me ask you this question then. Why do you keep voting for it? Oh, we all know why. They keep you poor. They keep you on the government dime. And they make you proxy slaves. This is not a new concept. So what we're seeing happen with Hunter Biden, this is not new. And for every liberal out there that gets offended, that gets upset that Hunter Biden is only being charged some tax issues, you voted it. Your fault. You can try and dance around that one all you want, but you're not going to get anywhere. But this this article I found, like it's one of those articles I tweeted about. I said, you ever read something and just makes you go, huh, I'm not surprised. Listen to this. This is this is the greatest thing ever, honestly. Scumbag, it's not great, but it's just not surprising, folks. Scumbag Hunter Biden was a member of an exclusive L.A. sex club called SNCTM since banned and since been banned founder claims. The founder of an elite Los Angeles-based sex club. It's got a link. There's got to be more. What does that even stand for? I work at a celeb sex club. This is what happens behind closed doors. Okay, let's get into this article first, and then we'll go back to the Hunter Biden one because it gives you content, uh, context. Excuse me. Um, here you can let your freak flag fly. Performers from the luxury uh, sex club S. NCT. What does this stand for? New York City's elite sex club estimated to reopen with wild orgy masquerade. Okay, well, I'm trying to figure out what the acronym stands for, but all right, whatever. Um, performers have uh, dished out what really goes on behind the members-only doors where lovers are chained up, dressed as animals, and even romp on stage. Entry can cost you up to 50000 a year just to experience the pleasure of the club, which is hosted in penthouse suites around the world. Guests include fame actors, professional athletes, affluent businessmen, and the elite 1% of all whom participate in elaborate dinners, pool parties, masquerade balls, and of course, their wildest sexual fantasies. We intentionally curate the crowd to contain a mixture of different types of guests. A representative for SM, SNCTM, which prohibits cell phones and enforces a black tie dress code, told Jam Press, homogeneity is boring. Homogeneity, excuse me. Um, access to the exclusive intimate uh, society is on an application basis, and participants eager to get their freak on are assessed based upon reputation and if they fit the atmosphere. The main event of each night is obviously the erotic performances, which are designed by Inca Navala, the creative director. When I first attended SNCTM as a guest, I felt like I had walked into a movie set. Jessica, a performer, told Jam Press of her introduction to SNCTM in 2019. The energy of the room was electric, and I saw some of the most beautiful people in one room. Since joining the club and ditching her job in tech and finance in Los Angeles, she's found herself in some unexpected situations, such as being chained up dressed as a kitten at a VIP table or acting as a virgin sacrifice when role-playing. I felt a draw to this world since it was so much more of a safe space to be myself and have expression of my body over thoughts without judgment, she admitted. So a very hedonistic driven society. Despite seemingly out of the ordinary, Jessica insists role-playing and learning into the kinks allows a more personal connection with guests, but ensures she still holds autonomy over how far her character will go. Oh, well, we have to have moral guidelines when being immoral, but absolutely. No, look, here's the deal. Libertarian in me, I don't care. You do what you want to do. 
I, I'm not going to participate in this because I believe this is not the way to go, folks. I've been down that road. I've had the crazy sex stuff. I've done it. I'm not even going to sit here and pull the curtains and say it's not true. I've done threesomes. I've done a lot of crazy stuff with the sex world. I'm telling you, it's not good. It's not good. Time-tested, proven tradition of a man and a woman settling down, it works. Building a stable core foundation, finding someone you love, it works. This stuff, sow your wild oats, fine. Don't get anybody pregnant, and good luck not catching an STD. But I'm telling you right now, this stuff takes pieces of your soul, folks. It does. It's addicting. It'll pull you in, and it'll take you down various dark roads you don't want to go down. The insanity that goes on in D.C., I've got friends that do this. They've told me all about it, and it would blow your mind. But now, with all that being said, let's go back. So now you see what the kind of club it is, right? It's basically a pro, it's like a brothel. It's like a very expensive brothel that does some entertainment. They wear some black ties and it's like, oh, we're not a sex dungeon. It's like, ah, oh, you kind of are, but still. Even Ken Paul in the chat's like, I completely agree. My debauchery got me nowhere. Oh, I agree. You know what works? Building something, learning to trust somebody, being honest with them. It's hard work. Don't get me wrong. It's, it's, I think a lot of people refrain from going down that path because it makes you more vulnerable to being hurt emotionally. And I get it. It's scary, especially when you get up there, you know, older in life and you've got a lot of scars and a lot of these scars, we kind of bring on ourselves through various things that we shouldn't have been doing or the experiences that just kind of left us permanently damaged. But then you find someone to kind of build that trust with. And it is scary because now you're opening yourself up to being emotionally hurt again if it does happen. I get it. But I would rather risk that than continue the debauchery. It leads nowhere. Yeah, you bust that nut, then what? The founder of an elite Los Angeles-based sex club has been banned from the X-rated organization after claiming Hunter Biden was once a member and got kicked out for being a, quote, scumbag, end quote. So the original founder of this club, who then sold it, came forward and said Hunter Biden used to be a member of it, but he got kicked out for being a scumbag. Damon Lawner, the founder of SNCTM, identified the first son as an ex-member of the private club in a since-deleted Instagram post, the Los Angeles Times reported on Tuesday. Lawner alleged that Hunter's behavior at his first sex party was so bad that he had to boot him from the club. His <laughs> so imagine this, folks. You pay 50 to 75 grand, just a, a yearly fee. Or maybe you put a lump sum up for, I don't know. But you go to your first party. Normally, I would imagine your first experience is going to be, hey, let's, let's get a feel for it. Let's see what it's like here. Let's not go crazy. Let's go have some fun. I get it. But Hunter Biden, oh, no, 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 no. Apparently, he was so bad, he got kicked out on his first visit. How big of a piece of shit do you have to be to be kicked out of a sex, a sex dungeon that you paid to get into? I mean, that's funny to me. Lawner alleged that Hunter's behavior at his first sex party, okay, yeah, okay. Hunter was a member of the SNTC and I canceled his membership after one party because he's a scumbag, Lorner wrote in a post. As a result of the revelation, Lorner himself, who sold SNTCM in 2019 for $1 million, has been banned from the club he founded, according to Los Angeles Times. Uh, SMCMT, as a private members club, prioritizes the safety and privacy of our esteemed members above all, a spokeswoman for SNTCM told the news outlet. 
Consequently, we neither confirm, or excuse me, consequently, we neither confirm nor deny the identities of our attendees. Furthermore, we uphold the strict code of conduct and any infringement leads to a lifetime ban. Please note that Mr. Lawner's membership has been revoked effective immediately, she added. Well, that's a nice way of trying to cover up the fact that what he said was true. But even still, we've seen the photos on the Hunter Biden laptop. This is not out of the league or excuse me, out of the realm of possibility. Lauder started the club billed as the world's most elite and erotic sex club in 2013. Members say pay as much as 75000 per year for access to the highest tier of membership in the SNCTM pronounced sanctum, which comes with admissions to all parties, a sterling silver necklace with a lion pendant, and an access to private rooms at the soirees and sex experts. Uh, people ranging from Grammy-winning musicians to successful businessmen, according to Lawner, are members of the exclusive club. I wonder how many politicians. The, the Post spotted comedian Bill Mayer at one of the Sanctum's most monthly masquerade parties back in 2017. Biden, who agreed to a sweetheart plea deal on Tuesday on federal tax and firearms charges, which will likely spare him any prison time, is known for his hard-partying ways. He has publicly acknowledged his decades-long struggle with cocaine and addiction and alcoholism. His infamous abandoned laptop contained numerous explicit images, including a raunchy 12-minute video that appears to show Hunter smoking crack while engaging in a sex act with an unidentified woman. On Tuesday, the Post reported that Biden and Loden, Roberts, 32, an ex-stripper, and the mother of his long, unacknowledged four-year-old daughter privately settled the child support, child support dispute in Arkansas that will see his payments slash from $20,000 a month to $5,000 a month. Biden applied to reduce his payments to Roberts last year, citing a substantial marital change in his financial situation as the reason for the request. Wow. Just, just wow. I mean, folks. I mean, that's the president's son. And even Joe Budd, he's the smartest man I know. That's the smartest man you know? Look, I get that you got to love your son unconditionally, I, but at least admit that your son's a crackhead. Probably needs to get some help. He slept with his, his brother's wife. I mean, what? These are the best that America has to offer. Politics of America are a disgusting underbelly. Much less around the world. Let's not even pretend like America's any different. All the world's politicians are the same. Politicians are, like they said, should be treated like dirty diapers, thrown out and changed often. I agree with that. It's interesting to me. Hunter Biden, thrown out of a sex dungeon on his first visit. Folks, you just can't make this up. You can't make it up. It's too funny. Well, all right, man. That does it for today's episode of the All American Savage Show podcast. I appreciate y'all being here. Go tweet me out at AA Savage Show over on the Twitterverse. Go follow us over there. I greatly appreciate it. Make sure you go check out shellshockcbd.com. You need help sleeping? We got you covered. Pain and inflammation? We got you covered. We can help square that away using code SAVAGE to save you 10% off. And everything in that shop comes with a 100% money back guarantee. Also, if you can, Go subscribe on Rumble. Let's see if this thing works. Apparently, you can become a financial subscriber, support the show. I appreciate that. I do this because I love this, but your fiscal support also goes a long way. We appreciate that. We don't have a paywall here. You're getting it for free either way. That's what she said, but at least buy me dinner and pull my hair and spit in my mouth. I don't know. One of those things. Until tomorrow, folks, you stay savage, America.